guys, this is probably my seventh take of this intro. Um, so we're just going to roll with it now and whatever happens, happens. So hey guys, um, welcome back to the Hugo Girls podcast. Happy Monday. I hope everyone's week is off to a great start. Um, today is going to be a solo episode for you guys and I am actually so stoked about today's topic just because it's something that really sparked my interest after last week's episode where we hosted Anna Kate Gardner. And if you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, be sure to check it out. It's a really, really inspiring episode, if I do say so myself. Um, But something that Anna Kate mentioned in that episode was how in her life she's kind of transformed into this new version of herself. And I made the comment, I'm like, okay, great, you're Anna Kate 2.0 now. And I was thinking about it and I was like, what makes someone a better version of themselves? Are we not just always growing and learning and really building off of our experiences? So isn't every single day a better version of yourself? And then I started thinking about this past week. And to be point blank with you guys, it's been really shitty. It's been a weird week for me. I've had a lot going on um, without getting into the nitty gritty of things. It's just been a hard week and the weather's been bad and... Um, I've kind of been stuck inside. I've been really unmotivated. And I don't even really want to call it like a rut. Um, But for lack of better words, that's kind of what it was. And I was just thinking about it. And I don't know why I had this epiphany this morning. But last night, um, I don't know. I just, I was kind of not at the best version of myself. And I wasn't mean to anyone, to my knowledge, hopefully. Um, I wasn't overly like bitchy or like, Outwardly, I would not have come across as different than I usually do. But last night was kind of my turning point where I was like, I don't feel like myself. I My habits that I am forming are not ones that I want to sustain. And they're not ones that really serve my life in the way that they're supposed to and that fuel my purpose. And so I was thinking about it. And I woke up this morning and I got coffee with one of my best friends. And I was just telling her and I was like, it sucks, dude. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but the past two weeks have just been awful and she knows x y and z about it and she was like dude you're going through a lot and it's very normal to feel like run down it's very normal to feel like you're in a rut and so after I got home from that coffee I was like I don't want to feel this way anymore and I don't know how to change it but I'm going to so I sat down and I made a list of things that I can do differently um, this upcoming week and the weeks past this upcoming week to kind of bring me back to center or as Anna Kate and I were talking about, kind of making Maddie 2.0, if you will. Um, So that's why I wanted to chat with you guys today about a little bit. It's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode just because it is me um, and only me, so we don't have that back and forth banter going on. But I really wanted to deep dive into things that I'm going to start doing or get back to doing to make me feel like a better version of myself. And like I said, these are things that I am personally doing. um, So take them as they are and take them with them what you will um if you don't want to take any of these into consideration that's totally fine as well I'm not trying to tell you guys how to live your life or what to do I'm just trying to share my experiences with you guys and um be open with you because life is not always sunshine and rainbows and sometimes I don't know sometimes everything can be going right in your life and you still feel this sense of emptiness or aloneness so kind of to preface this Um, I am moving, I'm in the process of moving, and I'm moving into a one-bedroom apartment, which I'm so incredibly thankful that I have the opportunity to do, and I know that, um, that's not an option for a lot of people, and so I recognize, 
recognize and acknowledge how privileged I am to be in this position to actually live by myself. Um, And I'm so, so unbelievably thankful for it. But I got the keys to my new apartment a couple days ago. And it was a shit show, you guys. Like, it was awful. It took me five hours to get these keys. I didn't even get the keys. Um, Everything just kind of went wrong this day. And it was... It wasn't a great day for me, and I feel like that's kind of when my rut started. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, why is something that should be so exciting now causing me anxiety? I walked into this apartment, which is beautiful and spacious, and I just felt alone and empty, and I started kind of moving things over and bringing things over to the apartment because I haven't officially moved furniture and everything, and all I wanted to do was share that time with someone and I really wanted someone to be there to help me and I have some incredible friends and um, I know I could always count on them to help me with anything and I actually, one of my best friends stood in the leasing office with me um, for four hours that day and so I know I have people on my side and the next day when I was starting to move stuff in, I just, I felt kind of alone. I felt kind of empty and I really wanted to call someone but I didn't know who. And I haven't had that feeling since high school maybe, maybe freshman year of college um, where I really felt lonely. Usually I'm very content with myself and um, I do things alone and I grocery shop alone and you know I was so excited to live alone so I was like why am I feeling this sense of like emptiness right now? I started thinking about it, and I've heard this so many times, but I don't remember the exact quote. I probably should have prepped for this episode a little bit better. Um, But the person that you spend the most time with in your life is not your best friend, is not your partner, is not your parents, is not a sibling. It's you. There's no one in your life that you're going to spend more time with than you. And so you have to prioritize yourself and really love yourself and acknowledge that you have flaws and acknowledge the things that you don't like about yourself and work on fixing them because at the end of the day you can get rid of anyone in your life it's the sad truth you really can if it's a friend or family member or whatever if it comes down to it and they're really not serving you that's fine you can't escape yourself you're always going to be alone with you and your thoughts and so I was just thinking about it and I was like I wonder if my funk is because I'm not comfortable with myself anymore, which is weird because I I teach yoga and one of our mantras the other day was talking about self-love. And I do on paper X, Y, and Z to practice self-love. And I do these things because I say, okay, well, I want to be able to spend time with myself or I want to be independent or I want to feel a certain way. And the hard truth is that you can do X, Y, and Z, but at a certain point, it doesn't really matter because still, if you have these underlying thoughts and feelings, then they're not going to go away just because you're taking a bubble bath, you know? So when I started thinking about that, I also started to evaluate other relationships that I have in my life. Um, And so I started looking at those and that's kind of how I got to this podcast episode because I've noticed, at least for me personally, I have friends for different seasons of my life. I have, um, obviously, you guys know Emma, the co-host of this podcast. Um, She is my childhood best friend. We've known each other for 20 plus years. She is my go-to gal for literally everything. And um, 
she's been with me throughout all seasons of my life and she has been there for the awkward middle school days and the weird times in high school when you know you're trying to figure out boy stuff and in college when we were living alone for the first time we really bonded about that and I was thinking about it and I was like a lot of my other friends besides Emma kind of ebb and flow with the seasons of my life and I think that that's completely normal because when you're changing and when you're growing if you're stuck around people who are not changing and not growing you're going to be stuck right there with them um and so I think that's a very normal thing so anyways I'm blabbering on and on and on but I started thinking about this and so I created a list of things that I am doing like I said um to kind of make Maddie 2.0 really really great Um, And so these are things that you guys are more than welcome to take into consideration. So the first one is more of a, I would say, physical thing. Not physical as an appearance, but physical as in how your body um, feels and the things that you're physically putting into it. Um, And that is that I'm going to start drinking or eating one green meal a day, which doesn't sound like a lot and also is kind of like, okay, what? Um, So this could be like a smoothie or juice in the morning. It could be broccoli with dinner or a salad for lunch or something like that, just a green-based meal because I find that when I put good ingredients into my body, it reflects on the outside as well. So the second thing is kind of similar, um, and that is to stay hydrated, which a lot of people don't know, but three out of four people walk around dehydrated every single day, which is absolutely insane. Um, And the other thing is that sometimes water is just simply not enough, especially if you live in a dry climate like I do or a hot climate. Um, Sometimes water is really not doing it. You need something with electrolytes. So um, something like a noon tablet or a smart water or liquid IV. You guys, if you are of age and um, are getting bad hangovers, I'm telling you liquid IV is the way to go. Um, I personally have not used it for a hangover, but... (laughs) My one of my really good friends um, swears by it and she says that it's the best. But those are also just great to hydrate you because it gives you um, three times the amount of electrolytes and hydration as normal water, which is pretty cool. Um, And then this is kind of steering clear of or steering off the topic of food and nutrients. Um, Going back to what I was saying about these relationships in my life. So the third thing is to kind of exit or slowly fade out of toxic relationships and this can be romantic or otherwise Um, and so I was looking into doing research for this podcast and I came across this blog and the blog said a huge part of personal development is evaluating your inner circle is it easy no is it comfortable nope is it critical to breaking the negative patterns that you may have gotten may have gotten you into this situation you bet Now, let's be clear, I didn't go around telling people, hey, your low vibes and consistent negativity are really cramping my style, so I think we shouldn't be friends anymore. I mean, sometimes that sounds cool, but it's good to not burn bridges or hurt people's feelings intentionally. In the same way that consuming more positive media will leave less room for stuff that brings you down, spending more time with people who light you up and encourage you and push you in the good way, the less time you'll have for people who are full of negativity and comfortable with living a stagnant life. So I read this blog post and I was like, I really, really like that because I feel like often we get into these situations and you kind of have an oh shit moment of, oh, this isn't great or this isn't healthy or these people are helping me form unhealthy habits or maybe they're just negative. Maybe they just pick on you. Maybe they make fun of you or maybe it's just an overall vibe that you get, you know, and this can be, like I said, romantic relationships or otherwise. And 
you can't really, like the blog was saying, you can't really go around to people and be like, hey, your low vibes and negativity are really cramping my style, so I don't think we should be friends anymore. Because I'm telling you, that's not going to go over well for anyone. Um, but you can start to distance yourself and not distance yourself in a way of like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this with this person anymore, like all the time or whatever. Yeah, sure, do that as well. But instead of pushing out all the negativity and leaving yourself with an empty plate, bring in more positivity. So it's kind of like what people say when you're starting to diet, um, not to make this a food-based podcast at all, but um, one of the biggest tips that I ever heard when I was just looking to have a healthier lifestyle um, and improve my diet overall was focus on adding things in and eventually there won't be room, as much room for all the negative stuff. And I feel like that is something that can be applicable in friendships as well. If you're focusing on the positives and if you're focusing on people who really light you up and bring you up and encourage you and motivate you and make you feel as though you're the best version of yourself and you opt to spend more time with them, you're not going to have time for those people with the low vibes. You're not going to have time for the those people with the negativity. And the hard truth is that while that's true one-on-one, sometimes you're always going to, or sometimes you will be in situations maybe in a group setting where you're around those very positive people as well as those kind of negative people. And so you can't really just cut them out of your life at all. Like that's, that's not always feasible for everybody. But the thing is, is that you're not constantly being dragged down by them. And then going into that group setting and being at your breaking point. So kind of think of it as like running a marathon, right? So if you are exhausted going into the marathon, maybe by the 13th mile, you're breaking down. You feel as though you can't do it mentally, physically, emotionally. You feel as though you can't do it and you snap, right? If you properly fuel up for this marathon and you get a good night's sleep, drink some water, eat well, you've been stretching, you've been training for it, and you go and you run it, by the 13th mile, it's still really damn hard, you guys, I'm sure. Um, I guess this would be a half marathon if we're doing 13. But (laughs) um, by that 13th mile, you're at your breaking point, but you're able to contain it. You're able to say, okay, I have to go point one more. I can do it. I've got this. You've properly prepared yourself to get to this moment. So that sense of overwhelm is a little bit less severe than if you would not have properly trained for it. It's the same thing in relationships, the same thing in friendships. If you're not constantly being weighed down by these people when they are in a setting where maybe they're making fun, maybe they're picking on you, maybe their vibe is just a little low or they're being a little bit negative, that's fine because you've had all of these positive experiences around you so you can walk in and you can deal with it. Is it still going to be annoying? Yeah. But it's a lot more manageable when you've been surrounding yourself with all of these uplifting people and you feel confident in yourself. So that was a very long-winded one. Um, But one of the most common (laughs) questions actually when we do the little stickies on our Instagram story, which shameless plug if you're not following us, it's at Podcast on Instagram, H-Y-G-G-E, girls podcast. And we sometimes do these text boxes and we'll say, hey, what do you guys want us to talk about on today's episode? Or what do you want us to talk about um, next week? Or we're hosting this guest, blah, 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 blah. And one of the most common things that we get is talking about ending toxic relationships. Because a lot of times people are like, yeah, 
I understand that it's toxic. I see the red flags, but I don't know how to get out of it. And you guys, we've never really addressed it because we don't know how to get out of it either. I've been in relationships where you've seen the red flags and you should run for the hills, but you don't because you're like, how do I do this in an unproblematic way? Um, And so something that I really liked about this blog post when I was reading it, it was, it's not saying, hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Hey, I don't want to be your girlfriend. I don't want to be your boyfriend. I don't want to be at every family dinner, whatever. It's not saying no. It's saying I'm going to surround myself with people who uplift me, who make me happy, who make me feel like the best version of myself so that when I am in those situations with the low vibe people, you can handle it. So that's my huge long rant about that one. I hope that that is helpful to some of you guys, um, specifically in toxic friendships or romantic relationships. Um, And then the last thing is also something that's hard. And I feel like (laughs) this is really weird to say, but I feel like often the thing that stops us in life is ourselves. And that is because we're scared to evaluate. So evaluating your thoughts and beliefs is The last thing that I'm kind of trying to be more cognizant of because your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. So I'm going to repeat that one more time because it's something that I keep having to remind myself of because sometimes I get to places where I'll be like, oh, I don't know how I got here. Yeah, I do. I do. Because your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. Um, And I just think that that's a really easy way to go about it because if you're evaluating your thoughts and your beliefs then you know why you're feeling a certain way and you know why those feelings then prompt you to act and then you know why those actions have occurred incurred the results that they did because the bottom line you guys is that you're never going to know if you're making the right decision it's okay to not know how life is going to turn out because even if you think it is going to turn out a certain way it's probably going to change regardless So instead of focusing on, oh, this is the plan and this is what I need to do and I want to be at this job with this person living in this city doing whatever, it's great to have goals. It's great to have aspirations. But evaluating your thoughts and your beliefs really goes a long way because then you're able to see why you're feeling a certain way. You're able to allow those feelings to create actions that push you further towards that goal. And then those actions create those results. So maybe you do end up in that city. Maybe you do end up with that person. Maybe you do end up in that career field. And it's a really, I don't want to say easy way to do it, but it's a lot more simple than most people anticipate. So that kind of wraps up today's episode. Like I said, it's a little bit of a shorter one. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope you didn't get tired of my voice. Sometimes I listen back on these episodes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so rambly. Um, But I hope that you guys took out of this um, something beneficial to you. I know that I'm going to take these into account in my life over the next couple of weeks and um, further beyond that. So if you do and you feel the need to Um, tell me about it. I would love to connect with you guys on Instagram. Like I said, um, that's at Hugo Girls Podcast. So that's H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast. Um, My personal Instagram is linked in the bio if you feel the need to um, contact me there. Feel free to. And yeah, I hope that everyone's week is off to a great start. I hope the weather's warming up by you. And we will be back next Monday with another episode for you guys. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay Hugo. Bye, guys. Thank you.